The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is sponsored by FX's Little Demon. From Dan Harmon, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, and the brand that brought you Archer, comes the newest animated comedy series about Satan's teenage daughter, Chrissy. Chrissy finds out that her father, voiced by Danny DeVito, is Satan, and she's actually the Antichrist. Aubrey Plaza voices his human ex, trying to raise their teenage daughter who is coming into her demonic powers. FX's Little Demon premieres August 25th on FXX. Stream on Hulu. What's the vibes? I'm EJ, head of special projects at DBA, and this is Who's On Content, a show that explores and dissects the influential, behavioral-altering power of content through thought-provoking, culturally relevant, and industry-shifting dialogues. We're chatting with social media platform leaders, marketers, journalists, and content creators contributing to the content shaping the global society we live in. I mean, folks, let's face it. Content is everywhere. It's visual. It's audible. Hell, it's even edible. Go with me for a second. The content of your favorite restaurant informs the content of your Yelp review. (laughs) See what we did there? Tune in to hear who's on content. Hey, bestie, it's Cammie Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Welcome back to the show. It's your girl, me, Cammie. And today I am so excited to be talking with two amazing women, Michaela and Hunter McGrady. They are sisters. They are models. They are hosts of the Model Citizen podcast. That's also on Dear Media. Shameless plug. And they're just incredible. Like we're going to be talking today about building your confidence in your career, building your confidence just in yourself in general. They just have incredible advice and wisdom to be able to bestow upon all of us on this Friday. Because if you're feeling low today, I get it. Trust me, we all have those days. It doesn't matter who you are, how you look, what you do for a living. We've all had those moments where we're like, what the fuck am I actually doing with my life? I have those moments every day. I promise you. So today we're going to be getting you through, and I hope that you enjoy. Welcome back to Relationship. It's your host, Cammie Crawford. And today I am so blessed because I have not one, but both McGrady sisters here (laughs) in the stew with me. I have Michaela and Hunter McGrady, model sisters and hosts of the Model Citizen podcast, also on Dear Media, of course. Welcome. Thank you. We're so Thank happy to be so here. Much. I can't believe there's two Sports Illustrated models here and Hunter. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> I wish you could be here. Hunter is virtual. I know. In New York. I'm, I'm in New York. Yeah, I'm coming live yeah. from New York, but I'm looking at two gorgeous gals. Just two gorgeous like, SI supermodels. Just two gorgeous. I think I am going to <laughs> apply to be a McGrady sister because... I love your mom oh. so much. Oh, our mom, did Did our mom not say that no. Cammie was her favorite person? <gasps> yeah, no, Cammie. <gasps> so 
I get so oh I guess God, for your listeners, we we spent time in Miami together for Sports Illustrated swimsuit, and my mom, I took my mom, yes, and she partied so hard. Oh we God. were both so hungover, and we were just like, <laughs> I loved it. I would check happened. in. I'd be checking in with them, and they would be texting me at like one, two o'clock their time, and I was <gasps> like, what is going on? And then I in the morning, I'd be like, how are you guys doing? And my mom would be like, oh. Last night was mad real. I was like, excuse (laughs) me. She's like, yeah, Hunter was in the bathroom, you know, kind of hugging the toilet. And I was like, what are you two doing out there? Well, first of all, your mom looked so hot. And I kept saying it. I hope I didn't make her uncomfortable because I was like, she looked amazing. She looked incredible. Every night. night. She's such a cutie. And she's just so sweet. She loves you. She was obsessed with you. She was like, she was like, Cammy, seriously, it was like my favorite person. Stop. She was like, like, she's the realest. Yeah, she's like, she's She's the real. She's so real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that I left a lasting impression. I tend to do that with moms. Moms usually love me. You seem like the type that moms are like, this is the one. Marry her, please. Yeah. And be her best friend. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so is it just the two of you? Yes. So you guys are only siblings. So we do. Well, we have a younger brother. Okay. But sadly, he passed a year ago. Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, we still consider us three. Yeah. yeah. We'll like, we'll also always be three, three yes. for sure. But it's yeah. definitely, thank God, I, you know, I have Hunter and, you know, we've been best friends for, well, probably best friends since you were about 18. Before then, yeah. you know, about we, have a, uh, we have an age difference. What is the age difference? It's five years and I'm older. So it's I like, get it. but it's just enough it's time hard, yeah. to yeah. where when I was 17 and she was 12, it was like, what are you doing? Yes. <laughs> you know, like she was doing her thing. I was doing my thing. But then once we got older, we started dating two best friends. <gasps> and then we were all hanging out. And I looked at Hunter and I was like, wow, you're so cool and funny. This oh, must have been, wow. this must have been my influence. Look at the reveal. Hunter's <laughs> like, wait, what? Was like, did I'm you like, really say that, that again for the cast? Yeah. Hunter's like, thank God you're recording this. <laughs> oh, my God. What was that? Like, wait, OK, so obviously Hunter is married now. Are you married as I well? I am, yes. OK, so did it work out with the best friends or no? No, it didn't. But that's God, OK, because no. we got this great realization early in life that we were so similar and we like loved like, I don't know, we, we've always been close. Yeah, but it definitely just brought us together in such a like yeah. special and unique way. Yeah, if you're not super close with your sister, get yourself two best friends. Mm-hmm. Yes, and date them. Yeah, date them. See what that's like. See what it's like. Yeah. It was oh a roller coaster. God. Yeah. Oh, I bet because I have five younger sisters. That's right. You're the oldest. That's so. What? what is that like? Yes, it's chaos. <laughs> it's pure chaos. But my so our age differences are. I'm. 29. I'm about to be 30. Yes, girl. Welcome to the Dirty 30 Club. Yes, praise God. <laughs> and then my next sister in line is Milan. She's 28. Or are you 29? I don't know. No, she's 28. She's 28. But we have a one year age gap. But she's always like, you're so much older than me. Like, I don't like to believe that we're only a year apart because right. <laughs> you're you're old and right. I'm young. And I'm like, yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> yes. And then my <laughs> sister Victoria is 23. Then my sister Carrington's 21. And then the twins are 15. So there is a huge age gap. And the difference between like, so myself and Victoria were the ones who we really did not get along when we were younger because we have a seven year age difference. Yes. So imagine you're being, you're 14 and your seven year old sister wants to tag along to everything that you do. (laughs) Mm -mm. And you're like, bitch, you can't come. (laughs) No, you can't, you can't come. No, go watch Peppa Pig, babe, because we're going to the mall and we're going to do some things that mom and dad can't know about. Exactly. I don't need any snitches in my circle. (laughs) So I need you to stay at home. (laughs) And she didn't get that. And like, it took us the longest time. But then finally, I think she was like, 13 and I was 20 and I was like, 
you're kind of you're kind of all right. Right. You're you're kinda like, oh, I kind of love you. Yeah. I think I love you a lot. That's very funny. I think I'm obsessed with you. Right. Yeah. And now we talk every day. Yes. That's exactly what happens. How we are. Yeah. Once you have that realization as siblings. Game over. It came over because there's nothing like having a sister. Mm. Nothing. It's the best. Yeah. And people are always like, it's funny because we literally are so close. Like if Mikhail doesn't text back for an hour, I'm like, is everything okay? Like Mm. what's going on? Like, but and people are always like, what is that like? Like, yeah. it, it's rare to to be that close. And I feel like we're also that close with like our mom and our dad. Like we were, we've always been that close. But yeah, it's just, I think that it's good. It's like a built-in best friend, yes. you know? Yes. I feel for people who have siblings, especially sisters that they're not close with. Yeah. Because yeah. that bond is... Totally. Insane. It's so unique. We literally have one mind. Like, yeah, yeah we do. You don't understand, like, Michaela will, I'll, like, be thinking of something, and Michaela will text exactly what I'm thinking of, or I'll get sick, and I'm not kidding, she'll get sick across the way, like, sympathy A thousand sick. percent. Like, I, like, she was sick, like, two weeks ago, and I was, like, feeling it. Like, oh. like, like, it, like <laughs> I was, like, a, she was, oh, like, no. wait a second. Oh, I was, like, oh, oh Lord, no, oh, no, no, no. God. Like, I, I mean, our periods are synced, and we're across the country. It just Everything. is wild. Yes, yeah. yes. Ugh, yeah. the best and the worst because let me tell you something we were having some there was tension in that Crawford household recently oh. because my mom just my mom is an angel sweetheart she just had this awakening one day where she was like I want to give all my designer bags away to oh all God. of you. oh a bloodbath I a can see it now bath. a bloodbath I can see it now. wow she was just like okay I'm not going to use this Chanel anymore who wants it's like yeah. <laughs> Everyone is like <laughs> grappling for it's insane. But she gave so this is my issue. She gave Victoria like five bags. So Victoria had already ransacked Victoria. Forget it. The good. So Victoria is a favorite. Yeah, okay. That's what yes. I told her, and that's yeah. why I told my mom. I was like, oh, so yeah. okay. So when did she become become the favorite? Yeah. Because yeah, I was no under more, the impression that right. it was me, but yeah. clearly you love her. Literally, the most, so yes. let's talk about that. Right, as Victoria has a knapsack full yeah. of designer bags running out of your mom's <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah, I got one. So I guess. Justice it for was Cammie. A, it, was a, yeah. it was a one to five ratio. I mean, Carrington what got did you, like three. What did you do to your mom? How many bags did your mom? I, she just had, she just seeds closet. Honestly, my mom is the type of person to buy something brand new and be like, do you want this? And I'm like, no. Oh my you gosh. Just, you just got that. I wish you and yeah. mom were like that. That'd be really cool. <laughs> I was going to actually say I'm quite like that. Mm, I don't know about oh. that. I don't know about that. That's a little I bit was going to re- say I was, was like, I ain't got shit. That's revisionist history. I don't know when the last Chanel I got was from you. Oh, but. Pass oh. the Chanel. Look, let's look behind you. And She's see. just What's got a closet? full closet behind her. <laughs> I'll take the YSL. I did get an, I did get an Hermes from you though. Ooh. I did. I did. I, well, I, I, a it's a scarf. Yeah, I did get yes, her an Hermes scarf did, for her birthday. Sisters. But I, listen. I'm the oldest though. So it's like, I can't not spoil them. Oh, no, no, no. You have to be the sugar mom. My sisters call me sugar mama. Yeah. Even when we go to Starbucks, they're like, thanks, sugar mama. Yeah. No matter how, like, Hunter could literally be in, like, an absolute mansion in the Hamptons. And I'm yeah. going to be like, you know, like, here's your Prada. Yeah. <laughs> I've used my last, the last two pennies because I love you my so much. My last two shillings last to get you. Two, my last two. Yeah, my oh. last two shillings. The shirt off That's my back. So uh, okay, so. Both of you have so much in common. Obviously, you're related, but you also are on the same career path. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? What was that like? Like discovering that among sisters, was there ever any tension? 
That's so funny. So we basically modeling and like the industry is in our family. Our dad is an actor. Our mom was a model for 20 years. Grandma was a model. Like it was like you came out. We always joke that we came out of the womb and like signed contracts because it was like we didn't have a choice, you know, (laughs) like my like when I was five, I did a shoot with Annie Leibovitz and we joked that that was my peak. Mm. Like I peaked at five years old and then it's just been like downhill ever since then because how much better can you even get? But but, you know, I think Hunter, you always Hunter, she's always been on the track for modeling. Like she just she came out and you should see her as a baby. I mean, you think she's pretty like gorgeous now. Her as a baby was like this little angel. And she came out like posed, wow. pose, pose and perch. Pose. So that was like, ne- yeah, look, yeah. I mean, she's giving I mean, the she face. Gives face. She just naturally. <laughs> naturally she gave, give me Robert De Niro. OK, <laughs> I was gonna say. give me Robert De Niro. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. She gave serious Robert De Niro. <laughs> she's giving face at a young age. Yes, yes. So. So, yeah, I think Hunter was always on that kind of career path and I kind of wanted to be the black sheep I wanted to do like the you know work my way up the corporate ladder Mm. I went to college business degree and eventually Hunter was like can you I was like come to the dark side she was like come "Come on back baby come on back and I was like ah all right let's do it (laughs) and it was the best but tension never it's so funny because people do ask us about that they're like guys are sisters you're in the same you know industry I mean, it's tough because like I take a bullet for her. You think I'm going to be jealous of any of her or there's there's no competition because I want her to be just thrive in every way. Like I would be in a box on the side of the road if it meant that she would thrive, you know, so it's like and same we anything. And also I any like job that we get, we're all we're always like also additionally, yes, you should check out my sister. Like Uh we always are speaking of each other in a room full of opportunity, right? Like, have you seen that quote, which we're like with our friends, but like, especially with one another. So I think that's another thing is for us, it's like, why wouldn't a win for you be a win for me? Right. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you're my family. Why wouldn't I want the best for you? Yeah. You know? Well, I know there's people listening like, my sister doesn't want shit for me. Yeah, my sister can literally. <laughs> my brother. Yeah, my brother would me. literally watch me just absolutely fall. Peril. 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 Perish and peril. It's so true. I, I mean, I think people don't also realize that in the modeling world, there are so many opportunities like that. Many. Like people, Tiffany's or David's Bridal will be like, we want to do a sister shoot or we want to do a mother yeah. daughter shoot. And I think that's so fun. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It definitely goes back to that concept of like, there is not a lack of opportunity. Yeah. You know, and I think people think they come from this mindset of, well, if she gets something, then that means I, and like I'm like, feast or famine. Yeah. Feast or famine. It's like, that's not true. There's so much opportunity as you know, like, yeah, things will just pop up and you're like, well, I never even dreamed in a million years. So, you know, we just want the best for each other. Yeah. You yeah. know, at the end of the day. I love that. Unlike my sisters and I in my mom's closet. Oh, but I would do the, honestly, that <laughs> okay, may be wait, what takes us that out. That different. might be the thing that took us out. That's I think different. Our biggest fight we ever got into was, I don't even remember exactly what it was over, but it was over something stupid, like jeans or something. And it was a juicy couture. Oh, you know, velour. It was, yes, oh, a velour sure. sweatch. Yes, yes. With and an a juicy couture bag. Tuck, <laughs> yeah, yes. with, the, with the juicy couture sweatpant. And an Abercrombie an tank yes, top. I can see it. And I remember my husband, he was my boyfriend at the time, witnessed it. And he came from this family of like, they never fought. They never argued. Very just like chill. 
he saw me and her get into it and he thought we were never going to talk again. You're like, it's just a Wednesday. It's just yeah. a Wednesday. Like, 10 minutes later, we were talking about a movie we were going to see. Yeah. And he was like, I thought you guys were, I thought I was witnessing the demise of a family. <laughs> the way you two went for each other. Like, over I thought this was genes. the end. Yes. I thought this was the end. Uh, yeah. And I, like you said, no, this is just Wednesday. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love her. I take a bullet for her, but you can't have my jeans yes. without yeah. asking me. Yeah. I take a bullet for her, but I'd also maybe be the one to shoot it. <laughs> Sometimes you do bratty things. Like yesterday, I sent Michaela a bag that I, uh, that I bought out of a whim. And then she goes, you straight up talked me out of this bag a year ago. And she, oh, she was she like, did. you literally spent days talking me out of this and bag. And Listen, you did. Sometimes you did. you're a brat. Yeah. Listen, See, listen. And if you listen to the Model Citizen podcast, Hunter bullies me a lot on there. She calls me a dweeb because I'm because I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I'm a big Magic Marvel dweeb, fan. But... I mean, look at Cammy's like, you really are a dweeb. No, but I'm I'm making that face because my mom actually, you know, moms, they don't they don't get it no, they sometimes. Don't get it. Like no, my sisters yeah. and I will go at each other and my mom will be like, why are you being mean to your sister? Yeah. Do not yeah, say that to your sister. I'm like, she's fine. Yeah, she she'll be fit. fine. She's totally. Got thick skin. Like I didn't raise this child to not have thick skin. Yeah. yeah. That's what I say about her. I'm like, I didn't I'm her, her biggest supporter, yeah. but I'm also her biggest bully. Don't get it twisted. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what she keeps me humble. For. Yeah. That's keeps why we're here. But <laughs> yeah. a sister fight is unlike any other fight Ooh, that, that there is. Brutal. Deep. I was talking about it recently with somebody, I think somebody else who has sisters. And we were just talking about like how when sisters fight, like you would think it's World War Three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. shit, blood is shed. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like generational trauma. It's coming just, back. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It's like 25 years of living under the same roof. Yes. And seeing the same shit. Like, how could you talk? You know what we've been through. Yeah. How could you talk to me like this? But the healing is immediate because then you're yeah. like, do you want to go to the mall and get food? And yeah. you're like, yeah. yeah. And, like, then, and then that's it. Do you want to get tender greens? Yeah. That's yeah. the olive branch right. after a sister fight. It's oh. like, do you want to go to Starbucks? Food. or yeah. Do you want me to get you anything from do it. Do you guys want, do you want a Frappuccino? Yeah. I'm going right now. I was going to go to Lululemon if you want. Yeah, they're having a sale, yeah. 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 Okay. It's yeah. the healing. Yeah, it's the healing. It's the healing. It's like it's a spy. That's right. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, so if you know one thing about me, you know that I love to dress up, dress down, like whatever my mood is, I need for my style to reflect however I'm feeling that day. And, you know, some days I want to be like the cool, rich auntie. And some days I want to be like the chill girl from down the block. It really is my prerogative. And that's why I absolutely love pair eyewear because they understand how individuality is a combination of all the things that we do to express ourselves. Pair eyewear has customizable prescription glasses, literally in all kinds of different styles. Basically, you can choose any base frame that you want. I love the Wanda style because they have like this cool cat eye motion going on and you can change up your look in a snap. So you have the base frame, but then you also have these magnetic top frame combinations that make it easy to switch up your style anytime you want. Base frames start at just $60, including the prescription lenses. There are hundreds of top frame designs to match whichever frame base you choose. Get started by choosing your base frame with options from square to the cat eye that I was talking about love, love, love that shape on my face. And each frame comes in six different colorways, including classic black to the remixed blue tortoise. Pair Eyewear forge their own way and designs all their looks in-house. So you get quality eyewear at a fraction of the price. And for every pair purchased, Pair provides glasses and vision care for children around the world. Get glasses as unique as you are. 
one pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to PairEyewear.com slash Cami for 15% off of your first purchase. That's 15% off at PairEyewear.com slash Cami. Besties, it's hot out, okay? It is the perfect time to enjoy a nice, cold, refreshing smoothie with a twist. That's why I love Smooch. Smooge hard smoothies are packed with real fruit and a hint of carbonation. Plus, there's so much real fruit in every sip, but there's only 5% ABV. It's basically like an adult smoothie in a can. They're gluten-free, dairy-free, and vegan, and they're now shipping across the U.S. and in stores across most major metros. Hard smoothies are like a whole new category of alcohol invented by a super creative independent beverage company in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and they have such beautiful, fun packaging, the designs, the branding. It's so, so cute. You have to check out their social media site too. They really know how to get the girls going. Plus, they have so many cool flavors. They just came out with this new cherry cola flavor that I'm excited to try. But in addition to that, they also have pina colada, tropical trip, and strawberry banana, a bunch of my faves, of course. I have them all stocked in my fridge, just ready to go. And if you guys have been shopping our merch site and you've gotten your adult sippy cup, this is the perfect beverage to put right in there and just enjoy lounging by the pool. That is the perfect time to enjoy a nice cold smooch. Visit drinksmooch.com. That's drinksmooj.com to find smooch near you. Or use code CAMI to get 15% off of an entire box of hard smoothies shipped straight to your doorstep. And of course, you have to be over 21 to enjoy smooch. Okay, friends, let's get back to the show. Okay, so let's talk about resumes here because both of you have an extensive mm. one. Wow. Michaela, <laughs> your clients have included Nylon. You've modeled for Health Magazine. You've been featured in a bunch of uh, upcoming published books. I don't know about that. Oh, well, I'll yeah, John Luca. Uh, yes, we, uh, uh, a, look at, look at well, Hunter. Hunter's like, like excuse me, not book. PR. Actually, Hunter was in Health Magazine. I wish I was that cool. But I, yes, one of our, we are going to be featured in a book coming pretty <gasps> soon. So that's going to be very fun. Yeah. We love to hear yeah. it. Then you've also worked for Olay, Fabletics, Good American, my fave. Yes. Obsessed. Yes. Skims, Macy's, Somersault, to name yep. a few. Just a couple. Just a, just a few of your faves wherever just you shop. Just right off the top. Yeah. yeah. Blank.com. Yeah, that's where that's where <laughs> at all all of the dot coms. And then Hunter, of course, you've been in Sports Illustrated for five years and now I have joined you. I can't believe I'm so happy you're here. Like with the whole SI family. And like it's not gonna be your first and last year. Like it's I pray just, not. No. no. I pray not. But those people photos, don't know. But people don't realize that like they don't have to ask you back. No, they don't. Yeah. And they don't well, because there's yeah. only like twenty five girls, right? Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. With with her photos though, um, imagine they don't ask her back it, after those photos. With an eyes like that, I'll, yeah, girl. No, <laughs> every Kimmy, photo you drop, we were we were, we will be protesting. We'll be like, did you not see yes. the ass? Like, yes. Did you not see the flawless skin? Like, what you more didn't see do you want? Oh, you just didn't see. Yeah. It. Oh, you didn't you see the titties. Oh, were you just blind in that moment? Because oh, every every bacon. picture you dropped, we were sending to each other. Thank you. Couldn't Beyond. believe it. Couldn't believe oh, our eyeballs. Just so me. beautiful. I'm just slowly integrating myself into the McGrady world. You are. Like, Cammie McGrady. Starting with the mom and That's right. <laughs> trickling on down. Listen, you can be, come to Thanksgiving. Just let us know Great. what dish you want to bring. Perfect. And you will be very much integrated. It will be store-bought, but I will. Okay, amazing. Some. Love it. As will, as will the entire spread. Yes. <laughs> then, Hunter, you have your own line of body-inclusive clothing at QVC, which is expanding. 
is we're expanding to intimates. I'm so excited. We're like bringing so all worthy with QBC. We brought the widest range of sizes to QBC ever. So my clothing line goes from a zero to 36, extra, extra small to five X. And we have three different inseams and we're expanding into and with the widest range ever as well. So it's like, it's so insane. That's just such a huge company has really taken this chance on me. And it's been so successful that we're able to expand. It's like, it's wild. It's wild and unheard of, which is insane to us because like, I listen, we're all in the same fucking boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It took a long time for the industry to recognize us as models and not trying to like categorize and yep. put fit you into whatever little tiny box. I'm curious to know from you guys' experience, because when did you start modeling, Michaela? So I started modeling full time about five years ago. Five years ago. Yep. And then Hunter, you've been on the scene. 15, 16 years. Because yeah. we met before SI. I don't even know. Yeah. We're probably a casting or something. Yeah. And yeah, I rem- you do yeah. more. You do like the midsize, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, then. But yeah. then. But then. You, right. <laughs> Hold on there. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. A size six in New York is considered plus size. Right. So exactly. And they were would, padding yeah. me up like a motherfucking yeah. Santa Claus. At oh, Christmas the pads. Yeah. I don't think people realize how much like padding and cutlets and things are being added to different. Mo- it's so crazy. It's honestly I. I. I personally decided to, because I don't know if my listeners even know that I modeled for throughout college and like for a huge chunk of my life. Before I booked Catfish, I was modeling from probably what, 20 to 25, like nonstop. I worked for, I mean, shit. Am I going to list my resume? I think you should. I mean, Macy's, Lord and Taylor, like every department store, I was doing e-com for Land's End and (gasps) Kohl's. I mean, shit, we all have been to Kohl's. Girl, we all been to Milwaukee. (laughs) We all been to Milwaukee. We've all been to Kohl's. Oh, no, not the department stores. Not not that. God, I would rate every client based off of the crafty table and like, what Hell kind yeah. of breakfast was going to be there? Because that's how you know. <laughs> it yeah. really is. That's People it. see like Vogue magazine and they see, you know, Cosmo and they see like all of these really cool fashion week. And like, they're like, that's what modeling is. You no. have no idea. No. Oh my God. Modeling is e-com. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's, that's where we make the most of our money. Yep. We get asked this all the time. We literally like one of the number one questions we get asked in our podcast is how do you become a model? And I'm like, just prepare to put in the work. Mm-hmm. I modeled for 10 years before I even like booked a really great glamorous kind of job. Yeah. And and then also people are always like, well, you must make so much money on Sports Illustrated. I'm like, I make uh, zero dollars on Sports Illustrated. Newsflash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and people think it's the same ends. about like covers, like Vogue and stuff. It's like, no, no, it's an honor to yes. be in these magazines. Yes. That's your payment is that it's an honor. Yeah. And so there's just so much misconception around it, I think, you know. No, entirely, entirely. And I remember in my career, like in college, I was heavier than I am now, happily heavy, because every time I went up a size, I was booking more clients. I was yep. like, oh, yeah, right, cool. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can do this holiday campaign. Like that was my first shoot ever as a model was a holiday campaign for Macy's. I almost shit myself. Oh my God. Oh my God. I didn't That's know what the fuck I was doing. I was watching yeah. the model before me and looking at what she was doing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. And then at five, six, seven, eight, and then I'm going to do. <laughs> there you go. Five, six, shot seven, number eight. 30. I'm going to yeah. hit him with the this. And the, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Like you really learn as you go. Totally. But one of the things that really struck me was the padding. Like I 
I couldn't get behind it. And I think towards the end of like the height of my modeling career, I kind of ended it because I felt a sense of imposter syndrome. And like, I felt like I was trying to put myself into a box that they were trying to fit me into that I didn't belong in. Right. And I honestly felt like I was doing a disservice to fuller size women that were shopping yes. online yeah. and looking at my pictures in the clothes. And it's like that we need more yeah. representation like what Hunter's doing at QVC. Like we need to see yeah. those size ranges in real right. life with people who actually wear them. Absolutely. Well, and it's funny because on the other end, when I first shot for Sports Illustrated, I was a size 16 and I was being told by my agents at the time to lose weight or I would lose all my e-com clients. So while you were padding, I was getting told to lose weight. So it makes no sense. You know what I mean? It's like, why not just hire someone who is a size 16 or 18 or whatever, instead of padding someone to look that size? There's so much muddiness that goes into this industry that has now trickled down in like our society and the need for representation across the board. Like, we need to see women of all shapes and sizes, all ethnicities, heights, everything. Like I say this all the time. I'm like, I'm raising a son and God willing, another kid someday. Like, I don't want them to grow up in the same world that I grew up in where I didn't see myself represented. Like, I want him to look at a beautiful wide array of people on television, social media, magazines, billboards, whatever it may be, yeah. you know? And it's just, it's so muddied and there's so much work to be done. There's so much work to be done. I feel like we've come light years ahead of where we yeah, were. Totally. But there's yeah. still so much to be done because when I see certain campaigns are being put out, I'm like, I don't see a black person. Right. I don't yeah. see right. a, a big person. I don't see anybody bigger than a size four here. Like, yep. what are we, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? I think that everything that we see in the media, everything that we see in retail when we're shopping, everything that we see should reflect the world around us. Absolutely. And if it doesn't do that, I don't know what world you're living in. No, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and one thing that we talk a lot about is like, you know, we are all sort of like voting and making decisions with our dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So like where you're putting your money is so important. And that's why, you know, for instance, for Fashion Week a couple of years ago, we were getting invites to all these great fashion shows. But if and Hunter was actually the first person that spearheaded this. She was like, if there, if I'm not being represented on the runway, I'm not going to your show. But hello. Yeah. Like, uh, we're yeah. just not. And then so, you know, I obviously followed suit. I was like, absolutely. Like, we have to stand up for that. And that meant not going to some of these, like, incredible designers. But it's like, it's more important for me to leave the world and for Hunter to leave the world a little bit of a better place than it is for me to go to this runway show so that I can have a moment, you know, mm. and it's like, I just think it's so important that people are, you know, making really good decisions with what they're spending their money on and like yes. where they're putting their money in and the designers that they're supporting. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's not that it's like our responsibility, but it does help a lot when you put the pressure on these brands. Oh yeah. And, and calling them up, out, calling them out is so yeah, important. Even absolutely. like on the influencer side of my business, mm-hmm. I will not work with brands that are not representative of what I, what right. I feel Right. needs to be seen. Yeah. Like absolutely. when it comes to color diversity, body diversity, like if you're, if I'm not seeing it, if I can't even shop there. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not like, gonna, yeah. <laughs> you want me to sit front row at your fashion show? You can't even dress me? Yeah. Right. That's right. literally it. It's like, but then at the same rate, it's like, I feel like sometimes these brands have taken this whole body positivity narrative and 
just kind of twisted it in order to get like these attaboys and these pats on the back to mm. be like, look, we put someone who's like plus size out. And then you go to their website and you're like, wait, but you don't actually make this size. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. custom made her something to put out and to be like, yay, us. But mm-hmm. you don't actually service me. Yeah. Right. So there's so much like that's so complex with it all. And I think that, you know, I think each one of us, like we keep saying is just speaking out about it and being loud about it. Mm-hmm. We all have a platform to do it. Everybody has a platform these days, right? With Instagram and Twitter and all these things. So it's like, use that and and amplify that voice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that lately, especially with TikTok, the body positive movement has kind of been, I don't even know what the word toxic. is to say. Toxic. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say muddled, but I don't think that's it. I think it is toxic. I think that, yeah. w- what do you guys think about body positivity? What did you think that it was or should be? And what do you think it's become? That's a very good question. Yeah. I think that it really rooted in plus size black women. That's where the whole body positive movement is rooted in. And along the way, now we are getting into this very toxic body positive world, especially with like the TikToks and brands are are saying, like I just mentioned of, oh, oh, well, we're body positive. We have expanded sizes. Woohoo, mm-hmm. us. And everyone's like, yay. Oh, that's so awesome. And we're giving these people accolades but the work isn't being done. Mm. And so it becomes very overwhelming for people who are trying to continue this movement and make it bigger. And it's just, I also think, you know, even with the way that we talk about ourselves, like I, I, I think people being like, you have to love every moment of every day of every waking second of yourself. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's like, yeah, uh, but I'm okay, human. Yeah. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I, may, I might yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's now it's kind of, you know, what Kayla and I always talk about is like uh, body neutrality. Just like, you know, listen, if you have a day where you don't wake up and you don't feel so great, that's fine because you're human. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But being, knowing that your body is going to change at every aspect of your life and you're going to meet your body different times throughout your life and it's going to look different and to just be okay with that, you know, and know that it changes. So there's like, of course, there's two aspects of it, of like that personal body positivity that's become toxic. And then of course, like in the media and the fashion world where it's become toxic and people really use the words inclusivity as a hot button topic. They use it to, to lure people in and to make the consumer feel good about buying from them. Mm. But then you do, all you have to do is dive a little bit deeper and you realize, oh, it's not actually inclusive. Mm. It's just the smoke and mirrors, right? Yeah. So a lot of workings to be done there, I think, too. And we also have to get back to the root of it and also give the correct accolades to where it's rooted in. Yeah. Period. Period. (laughs) More accolades, please, to who is deserved. Yeah. (laughs) You know? This episode is sponsored by FX's Little Demon. From Dan Harmon, the co-creator of Rick and Morty and the brand that brought you Archer, comes the newest animated comedy series about Satan's teenage daughter, Chrissy. Chrissy finds out that her father, voiced by Danny DeVito, is Satan, and she is actually the Antichrist. Aubrey Plaza voices his human ex, trying to raise their teenage daughter who is coming into her demonic powers. FX's Little Demon, all new Thursdays on FXX. Stream on Hulu. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but when it's warm out, all I want to do 
is go outside and explore and enjoy my life and not have to think about the mundane things in life, like trying to figure out what I'm going to eat, you know, and trying to make meals. It's just a lot, you know, and that's why I love Splendid Spoon. Now, whether you're planning for a big summer trip or recovering from one, it's important to give your body the fuel that it needs to feel its best. And with Splendid Spoon, you can enjoy clean, delicious, stress-free meals in just minutes. Splendid Spoon takes the work out of eating healthy by delivering ready-to-eat plant-based meals, smoothies, and juices right to your door. Now, I love it because they have so many good options that are really yummy and saves you so much time. Like, you know I'm all about convenience, okay? I want to do the bare minimum so that I can enjoy my life. But what I really love are the smoothies because I spend so much time making my own smoothies from scratch. I just can't be, I just can't be bothered anymore. It's nice for Splendid Spoon to just do all the hard work for me. Splendid Spoon meals are shipped right to your door, ready to enjoy in just minutes. Splendid Spoon fits into any schedule and there's a meal plan for everyone. Every single meal is 100% plant-based, gluten-free, and GMO-free. And with over 50 choices and a constantly rotating menu, there's always new dishes to try. Stay well-fueled this summer with Splendid Spoon. Get started today and save on an entire week of ready-made plant-based meals. Just go to SplendidSpoon.com slash for $50 off of your first box when you subscribe. That's $50 off at SplendidSpoon.com slash Now you know. Here at Relationship, we are sex positive. We love talking about sex freely and openly and, you know, in an educated way, but also where it's fun. And today we're working with a new exciting sponsor to talk about better sex. Our new favorite sex care brand, Woo More Play, is on the podcast to help our audience have the best sex of their lives. Now, you guys have to get on these Woo Freshies wipes before and after sex because they're made with coconut water and they smell fucking amazing. So you feel confident and fresh, especially after a quickie in the middle of the day. And for the best sex ever, you have to try Woo's Coconut Love Oil. It's made with natural and organic coconut oil. And even though we use it for everything, like foreplay, sex, massages, whatever, you know, you can use it for yourself too if you're using your own little things on the side. It's edible as well. And it tastes like vanilla cupcakes, no joke. Highly recommend testing that one out yourself. Woo also has a new couples card game with prompts and questions created to bring you and your partner closer than ever. Like really dirty prompts paired with really deep questions. We love the duality of that. And it's called Nightcap. How cute is that? So if you're ready to try something new, you're ready to treat yourself and your partner. I mean, listen, you don't gotta have a partner to play. That's for sure. Definitely check out Woo More Play. Head over to woomoreplay.com and use code Cami at checkout for 20% off of their entire site. That's 20% off with code Cami. Enjoy better sex and thank Woo later. Okay, sexy besties, let's get back to the podcast, shall we? Has there ever been a time in either one of your careers where you felt like you didn't belong? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's why I think I, it took me a minute to get back into modeling because I was like, well, I'm definitely too big. You know, I mean, I've been a big girl my whole life. And I was never thought there would be a place for me. And it took me a minute to get into it. And Hunter was like, no, but you have, there are girls that look like you out there who need to see you up there, you know? And that really inspired me to like get back in it. But of course there was absolutely times where I was like, no, like, I don't think anybody wants to see, you know, it just, I think it happens to all of us. Yeah. You know, I think any model, you're kind of like, I don't know if I'm the the one that should be up there. Right. But the truth is you absolutely are. Yeah. 
everyone needs to see that representation. Right. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, Why not? you? That's great. We also have major imposter syndrome. So bad. We both do. We're both like, wait a second. (laughs) Wait, me. Is it me? Yeah. Yeah. Me? People are like, oh, my God. And I'm like, you're talking about me? Oh, yeah. Is it me you're talking about? No, it's not me. It's the person behind me, right? Oh, my God. Literally. Well, I know in Miami, Hunter, you did that panel, which... I was raving about you the whole way home because you were talking about motherhood and like the idea of getting back into modeling and like going to do that SI shoot. How many weeks after your son was born? I was like five and some change months postpartum. And you were scared. Yeah. Oh, I was in a very, like we mentioned, we, my, our brother had passed a month and a half before my son was born. So I was dealing with grief. I was dealing with postpartum. And I thought, well, hey, let's just go and do a bikini shoot. But I thought, you know what? This is like, this is, and every time I do Sports Illustrated, I know it's not just for me because I know the response that happened the first time of women who were like, wow, I have never worn a bikini in my entire life. And I saw these images and I thought, I'm going to do it today. Like, so I thought, you know what? I'm going to do this for the moms who message me all the time who are postpartum and are like, I can't find it in me. And I, I, my kid is four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old now. And I still can't find it in me. And that's why I literally, MJ texted me and she was like, she prefaced it. She, the first thing she said, she was like, say no, but <laughs> will you do the shoot? Like, will you come to Belize? And I was like, I'm there a hundred percent because it's bigger than me. And it's, I also want my son to see that. Yeah. You know, that like, mom still did her thing and was comfortable because I, how could I ever be ashamed of the body that gave me my son? Like that gave me his body. How could I ever, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I did it and it was great. Yeah. And I, and I felt great about it. And looked amazing. And looked insane. Real. Unreal. I mean, the two. It's like, please. The two of you, I just can't oh. even stand it. I'm putting pictures of you both up in my room. I'm blowing it. them up. I feel like we I'm need to do a sister a, shoot. I, I was sister just shoot. saying that. I was like, I'm rallying for a SI sister shoot. Yes. Like, that's my dream. Us, could the be Naders. Icon- oh, could be iconic. <laughs> oh, my Nader God. The Naders. Yeah. Who all just so happened to also be models. Like, what? Did my family miss the memo of, like, everyone I'm sure that they models? could be. I'm very sure that we'll they could We'll do a Crawford. We'll Crawford, McGrady, Nader. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And we'll all be just be bickering yes. at one point. Oh, my God. Full on fighting. <laughs> we could do a food fight as, like, one of the <gasps> shots. Cute. Oh, my God. MJ's going to be like, yeah. Yeah. MJ be like, yeah. Well, Circle yeah, back to that we'll for sure. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll <laughs> yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't. Okay. So obviously people have written in about, you know, their own things that they're dealing with when it comes to work and gaining confidence in the workplace because mm. it's hard out here. Let's get to some questions from the people. Okay. <laughs> hey, Cammie. Absolutely love you in the podcast. Thank you. You see why I started this shit? I'm 24, almost 25 years old, and I recently graduated with a master's degree a few weeks ago. I'm a first-generation college grad, and I'm currently working at a nonprofit and have always been actively involved in my community. I absolutely love what I do, and I'm extremely proud of what I've accomplished, but I cannot help but feel that I am somehow still not doing enough. Imposter syndrome has been hovering over me for years, and I have trouble getting over the mentality that I have to continue proving myself in order to feel like I've earned what I've accomplished. I want to get to the point where I am confident and not always second-guessing if I belong. Any suggestions? 
Oh my gosh. I, I feel like we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot tell you how much I relate to her whole thing. I think one thing that changed for me, and I talk about this a lot on my podcast and people are probably like, if they listen to my our podcast, they're like, oh, we know what, what this is going to, you know, where this is going to go. But I'm very big on letting people know that we live in a country and a culture that bases so much of your worth on what you produce. Mm. And it's so important for us to just use our platform, to use our podcast, to use any opportunity we can to let people know that's not true. You are worth more than what you produce. And I think that's where a lot of imposter syndrome comes from. Because you think, well, I'm not being productive enough. I'm not showing up enough. I'm not achieving enough. We also have this, you know, culture of 30 under 30, Mm. you know, and the millionaires by the time they're 20. And it's like, come the fuck on with that. Like, like, and then there's no celebrating like the single moms out there who are mm-hmm. struggling, who are doing an incredible job raising their children or the person who's taking care of their dying grandparent. It's like, yeah. but there's no support and and they're not on the cover of Times. Yeah. You know, it's the yeah. 30 under 30 people or the 20 under 20s. Or these days it's like the 10 under 10. Yes. I'm like, oh my God, everyone's just getting younger. <laughs> Which, <And> by <laughs> the way, I submitted for 30 under 30 this year because I, I was like, I need this. Like yeah. I had been, yeah. I, it was something that I wanted from 25. I was like, I want to be 30 under 30. I have to be 30 yeah. under 30. Yeah. And a few months before I actually booked Sports Illustrated, I found out that I didn't get 30 under 30. I thought my fucking yeah. life was over because <gasps> I wasn't on a list. For it. I submitted, I was submitted. Yeah. Like I, right. I, I, there was yeah. a lot going on because people don't understand like there's, there's back, back shit thing. going sure. on <laughs> to I'm be able sure. to get on the list. Yep. And I didn't make the list. Ugh. And I was heartbroken. Like I was literally filming with Neve when it happened and I was like, I'm going to cry. I didn't make 30 under 30. And he's yeah. like, who gives a fuck? Did, is that what he <laughs> said? Can I tell you? Was <laughs> he like, who gives cares? a fuck? Yeah, right. Who was in 30 under 30 this? I, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. But who was in Sports Illustrated? Yeah, because well, I'll tell you. We could tell you exactly who was in Sports <laughs> Illustrated. I'll give you the full rundown. <laughs> yeah. Everyone can. Yeah. We know who was in it. Yeah, but that's what I mean is there's just, and we've all felt that way. Mm-hmm. I've been like, God, I mean, I've, can't tell you how many times I've called Hunter crying yeah. because I don't feel like I've accomplished enough in this world. We just don't give ourselves the flowers that we deserve. Like yeah. we don't yeah. give ourselves. And I honestly think that going through grief, which we did over the last year, it taught us that sometimes just getting up and getting out of bed is a win for mm. some people in their life. And so we have to, we keep that in mind all the time. Yeah. Just getting up and getting about going to work, doing your thing, being a good friend when you can be like, being a good sibling, whatever it may be. Just these like small daily things are also wins. Take those wins, take your rest. I know that I grew up having a really big issue with feeling like if I was resting, I I needed to be doing something. Mm -hmm. And resting was bad. And it took a lot of therapy, first of all, that, you know, my therapist told me it's okay and you actually need to rest yes you need to take time yes resting is productive hustle too. culture is toxic hustle <laughs> culture is beyond so we're super anti i'm 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 anti girl boss yeah. you know i don't know if yes. you've seen the memes that's like girl resting girl yes. chilling girl vibing yeah. that's that's where yeah. i'm at that's where i'm at and that's where girl i know napping girl napping yes. girl sleeping in yeah. girl getting her iced macchiato and going girl sour. door dashing uber or door, door, door dashing starbucks Yes. When it's point my Starbucks is around away. the corner yeah. and I will door dash it to myself because yeah. I'm resting today. Yeah. And I think that that needs to be discussed more. Yeah. And it needs to be normalized and like, okay. Totally. No more girl bossing. No more girl bossing. We're done with that shit. Girl yeah, resting. Exactly. Girl resting, girl sleeping. So girl 2021. Yeah, exactly. Ew. Ew. 
Nothing triggers me. Nothing triggers me like the phrase "girl boss." I get no shoulders to my ears. I get so cringe when I hear ultimate girl boss. What does that even mean? If I wipe my ass, well, hell yeah, you really girl boss. You really girl boss the hell out of that bathroom. Girl boss a little too close to the sun. Yeah, exactly. I fucking did a full (laughs) circle around that bitch when I used a wipe. Yeah, yeah. I used a wet wipe one time. Y'all should have been there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I was about to make another crude, disgusting joke. But you know when you wipe your ass yeah. after you take a shit and yeah. nothing is on it and you're like, wow. How is that? Wow. Yeah, you're like, damn. You're like, mm, yeah. Did I miss something though? I'm a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> that's girl bossing. Absolutely. <laughs> we both have bidets. So like we're very uh-huh. big on like keeping it real nice and tidy yeah, down keep there. It real. As you should. Listen. As you yeah. And if you want more of this crude humor, come on over to Model <laughs> Citizen Podcast because all we do is talk like this. <laughs> I was literally going to say thank you guys and tell everyone where they can find you. Obviously, Model yeah. Citizen Podcast, but That's then your it. own individual socials are Michaela McGrady. We got our own name handles. Yeah, so. and then I'm Hunter McGrady. Yes. Period. Michaela. Period. Period. Oh, I love. Thank you, guys. you for having us. Thank you. We love you. I mean, I really was trying to book your mom for this episode, but oh. because I couldn't get her. <laughs> Just listen. Yeah, I know. We're next in line to settle. But Everyone always listen. The only way we're able to get anything line. is when our mom's too busy to show oh up. Oh my god! Like, all right, fine. We'll take the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll you take know? them. It Thank takes us too to make up for our mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. agreed. Yeah. And she we says love she her. loves you and she we misses you already. Thanks, Mama McGrady. Love you. <laughs> love you, girl. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie.